0: Welcome to We Digress with Joy and Jess. Join hosts and longtime friends Joy Simpson and Jess Perry as they tackle the stuff of life the only way they know how, with honesty, faith, and humor. This is We Digress with Joy and Jess. It it changed from
1: three. It changed from three. And then it was like... I think the last time we recorded it was like five or six and we were like, oh, it's longer. So we oh. didn't know.
0: well that's kind of nice. It's kinda nice to have a little bit more prep time. <laughs> Not that it helped us at all because we're still chatting away. And <laughs> right. right. on that note, okay. hey Here everyone. We Welcome to We Digress with Joy and Jess. This is I'm Jess.
1: <laughs> and I'm Joy. Welcome.
0: Um, if you can't already tell by what is going on already, today is going to be a very fun episode. It's uh, going to
1: be a fun one, guys. It's going to be a good
0: one. <laughs> so we are here today with our incredibly good friend we have known forever and a day. This is forever. Autumn. Autumn is gosh, where we've met twenty odd years ago. at Hope I know, and in crazy. the one
1: ten hallway of the dorm.
0: Yes, <laughs> woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Rough Riders. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was across was, I was in the other hallway right. but I spent you were so in another hall but you hung out in up, your hall hung out
1: with us all Your the time.
0: entire hall I was like
1: this is where the party's at man right. right and then we all started in the music department yep and then you ended up kind of switching it up making music like a minor was uh-huh. you your main and became a teacher which You know, seems like we all kind of did that at some point.
0: That's right. I know, huh?
1: But (laughs) but, yeah.
0: But of the three of us, I think Autumn has the broadest uh, international experience. Joy is a close second. Uh, Yes, she's for sure. um, Autumn moved to Ghana, West Africa 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. 10 years ago. 12 12 years ago. 12 years ago. ago. I know. Crazy. Yeah.
1: That is Uh, Crazy.
0: Yeah, and she uh, is currently serving as director of Faith Roots Academy, uh, working mm-hmm. with uh, an incredible group of kids who have been um, rescued out of human trafficking situations mm-hmm. and are brought into mm-hmm. uh, City of Refuge Ministries there um, to heal and to learn how to be kids and to hear about the mm-hmm. love of Jesus and to get an education yes. and all that kind of good stuff. So we are, as you can tell, very excited. Uh, we are very the magic. excited of the interwebs to That's right. actually get to connect with Autumn. She's our first international guest. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. So you have to help me out because I I think I've only ever read your new married last name. I know everybody. I've, never I've been curious about
1: this myself. I, I <laughs> see it a certain way in my is mind. It,
0: is it a <laughs> Pong? So close. A champong. Oh, a champong. Okay. E-champing. yeah see this yeah that's e-champung. not what i
1: had in my head <laughs> in my head at all and <laughs> i was like i think i had like odd or something oh, I don't yeah know. I've, I've heard them all and Actually, you know sure. my
0: my my old last name was buzzle so i i heard all the ones <laughs> there too so you know
1: well, well, yeah. so for years I, I her nickname <laughs> was buzz and yep. As we've gotten older, I wasn't sure if she would be okay with still being called Buzz because we called her Buzz for years. Even when you we graduated, so... it was still Buzz. And yep. so,
0: so <laughs> a lot of people still slip... do call me buzz, and call her yes. buzz. That's what it is. If that you, is you hear right. a slip
1: and say Buzz, then uh-huh. you understand why. <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah. I mean, you have a fun last name. Both both it, ways, you know? Both ways. It was, they're, they're both fun and long. <laughs>
0: But you moved up in the alphabet. So congratulations. That's right. Yes. One letter. You went from B to A. So
1: that's yeah. really great. In <laughs> front of the You're line. ABA now. Yeah. <laughs> and she also has two beautiful children, mm-hmm. um, Ava, and, and Jace, Ava and Jace, whom I, I got to hold Jace the last time Buzz was oh. here in California. And... He, he was, was a just big toy so fan. Such a good baby. He, yeah, he was my friend. I hated to leave him. Ava was like on her own. She didn't care really about anybody else. social baby. Because we were at Yona's house, of course, yeah. and there were toys galore.
0: That is Ava <laughs> it was though. Toys galore. She does not care about anybody. She is Miss Independent. Don't tell her. to Yeah, sit she down. walked
1: in and was like, "Slide." Just yeah. You know. <laughs> I've got things to do right <laughs> pretty much so no, i got no, for no. time with jay so that was really nice yeah
0: <laughs> i was so He's good to spend time with i yeah. know <laughs> jess we didn't get to see you we we're so bummed. i know you had that's just hard moved over to georgia yeah. yeah and we were gonna try and make something happen in north carolina yeah. and then like the timing just didn't work out so i just didn't yeah. I was that's right because you're closer thing. to north carolina Yeah, just
1: a couple hours yeah so that's good
0: next time next time for reals
1: it's amazing how all those little <laughs> states are so like in cal when you live in california for so long everything just seems far but when you yep. go out of state everything is a lot closer you know what i mean like, yeah california is like long <laughs> yeah just, well the west you know, all the
0: western states are gigantic
1: yeah, that's then you true. get over
0: to the eastern side and it's like you can drive through six in a day <laughs>
1: <laughs> right i remember yeah. going to washington dc for the first time when i was in like high school and we, like, drove, like, to church in Virginia. And I was, like, it was only, like, a 30-minute drive. Yeah. You're, like, but what? we were in how a whole other state. And it was just, yeah. like, okay. <laughs> I know. That was, it's like, my first world. lesson in how close those states really are. Oh, mm-hmm. um,
0: it's nuts. I was thinking um, about, you know, each of us, we have, like, had these relationships with each other. And, I mean, especially you got – you two have – Kind of <laughs> you've experienced a year. We'll just say it that much. <laughs> a year or two maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so for sure. <laughs> how, how do we how do we be intentional in relationships with each other when we're facing um, grief, when we're facing seasons that are
1: really just tough? Um, I think it starts with honesty. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. what I've learned in friendships is like I said earlier, communication is key. Um, mm-hmm. in every relationship that you have, um, being honest about what you're feeling, being honest about what's going on, um, being honest about your anger, even if it's anger mm-hmm. at God so that mm-hmm. your friend can help you get through that moment. Um, yeah it's I've experienced a lot of grief in the last yeah. several years, whether it was physical it. <laughs> grief. Um, and one of the, it just shows you again, the love that God has placed in Jessica mm. when my uncle passed away um, and it's coming up on the anniversary of his death. I looked mm. up in this sea of hundreds of people mm. and there's Jessica and John and it blessed me to see them um mm-hmm. because I knew that was my friend. Like mm-hmm. that's my friend. I had other friends that were there and I had other friends that were supporting me. Esther saying we, you know, because my uncle, mm-hmm. his twin requested it. Um I don't know how I made it through any of that. But <laughs> it's yeah. Um but I saw her there and from that moment on every moment of grief every moment of trial everything she's been there um but it comes from being honest um mm-hmm. so that because she's honest back with me i'm hurting mm-hmm. this is what i feel this is what i'm going through and it's not always just warm and fuzzy scriptures because sometimes there are mm-hmm. scriptures that I she, love you know that. she'll <laughs> she'll send me but it's the reality of it's okay to not be okay. And it's the being able to just say what you need to say to somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Um, we are often each other's therapists at times. I think even though (laughs) we both (laughs) believe in therapy of, you know, on our own, but sometimes, you know, like I'm going, I have something going on right now with my father. And Mm. I mean, I immediately called Jess and it was late her time. And she's like, I was about to go to bed and something had me look at my phone, which was the Holy spirit had her look at her phone. And so I could tell her what was going on and she called and we Mm -hmm. prayed. Um, Mm -hmm. It's the honesty, like it's honest being true about what you're feeling and what you're thinking and what you're Mm -hmm. going through. Because if you're not, nobody's going to know friend or foe what's what's happening in your life and what you you need. Yeah. What do you think Jess?
0: well, and I think kind of piggybacking on what you've said, I, I think it's a willingness to, to let down the front of being, mm-hmm. um, you know, because we've all spent time in ministry, right? And we're mm-hmm. very public ministry people in our own realms, right. you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's hard to be vulnerable when you're in that position because mm-hmm. you are used to not sharing because... Mm-hmm. Not everything is beautiful sometimes in our own hearts because mm-hmm. we're people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. it's having people and having the kind of relationships where you can very honestly let down the facade of being mm-hmm. a perfect pastor and say, "I can have these ugly mm-hmm. thoughts, this ugly heart, this ugly mm-hmm. mindset, mm-hmm. and i can I can kind of bear open my soul in all of that mm-hmm. gross. And mm-hmm. know that first off, Joy is going to still love me. Um, mm-hmm. She's going to gently and with love, hold me accountable and be like, maybe that's not a, a good thing to do. Talk me off the ledge. Yeah. But, but, it's, but it's not going, she's not going to think anything less of me because right. she knows that she's been in that same position and the rules have been reversed too. Like, in mm-hmm. fact, we had a situation come up this week where I think that I did three or four weeks ago like, so I kind of ended up in the same position for different reasons. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she came to me and I was like, Oh yeah, I know. I was just there. Like, I understand. Here's, here's <laughs> yeah. how it goes. Like exactly. it was not, you know, exactly. and, and it's there's no judgment. I understand. Like we are just yep. broken, messed up people and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it right. doesn't disqualify mm. from ministry. It doesn't disqualify yeah. from that. It, it just means that we are um, genuine with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and there is a, that is so necessary. If, if you don't have somebody in your life that you can be ugly around uh, and, mm-hmm. and not, not in an abusive way, but I just mean to be vulnerable about like, yes, my life is a hot dunk. mess. Things are <laughs> disgusting.
1: This is like
0: the wad of hair at the bottom of the shower drain is my heart yes. right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like,
0: mm-hmm. And someone can go, okay, let's, let's clean it up together. Let's, or let's just sit mm-hmm. in the mess for a while until you're ready to clean mm-hmm. it up. Yeah. Um, oh, I and like that. that has been so valuable over for me in mm-hmm. particular over the past couple of years, because I've had mess that was so painful and so mm-hmm. raw that mm-hmm. I felt like I couldn't get out of it for a while. And it was digging mm-hmm. out of that mess. And, yeah. you know, joy would offer suggestions or things or point me, continually to put me back to Jesus and stuff like that. But most importantly, she just sat with me in my mess. And yeah. there is so much value in that because First off, it says that your mess is not too messy for someone to be there in the middle of it with right. you. But right. then, second of all, it 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 shows that you are worth having somebody else sit in that pain with you for. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that sentence was yeah. remotely grammatically correct. <laughs> but like, <laughs> like, 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 you can sit in that mess, and someone says that you are worthy enough that I'm going to sit in that mess with you too until you're yeah, ready yeah. to get out of it, and yeah, we're yeah. able to get out of it, and right. and that is hugely. Important, um, and and yes, there's an intentionality about it, but I think mm-hmm. at a certain point it just becomes um, the That's hallmark true. of someone who loves well and also yeah. is spiritually mature or maturing. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, um, yes. That, like you said, we're not twenty anymore. <laughs> we've mm-hmm. we've seen a few things. And like, (laughs) um, for better or for worse, now that we have seen those things, we have the ability to, um, to frame our perspective around those things. Like it's, we're not shocked Mm -hmm. by any of the stuff that happens, you know, 20 Mm -hmm. years ago, we might've been shocked by a few things. (laughs) Um, (laughs) might have chased us away, but we're going to stick it out, you know? And so I think, I think that is. The key to intentionality in difficult seasons, mm. honestly, is yeah. just a willingness and an a, a, um, an ability to yeah. be not only brutally honest, but to not be surprised.
1: Right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my god! You think that? What is wrong? <laughs> Can't right. believe like, you. <laughs> it, it's like I'm a to pray for you. Like,
1: <laughs> right? Seriously, like mm, that's mm-hmm. a little far. Sorry. I mean, I think that happens, but it's it's just said in
0: love as opposed to like. And I
1: think that (laughs) there was part of me at one point that wasn't sure how this was going to keep going. Um, But I I, I think I I knew where we were headed when I had a very hard conversation with Jessica Mm -hmm. before the book ever came out, before we were really Mm -hmm. partners, before any of that. Um, we had just done the photos and I had to have this conversation and it was completely led by the Holy spirit. I was like, I don't want to tell her y'all. And he was like, you kind of need to tell her. And, um, and I talk about this in the book, but, um, I was in a relationship with a woman for a year Mm -hmm. and I did not want to go into a partnership with Jess without her knowing that, Mm -hmm. um, though I was not in it anymore though so I am not in it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a season of my life that had happened. And that was going to be out at some point. And mm-hmm. with her being my partner, I said, I don't want this to be a stain on you. So I was basically mm-hmm. trying to give her an out. If you want to <laughs> not work with me because of this thing, mm. then you, you can do so. And her response was so chill that I was like, just are you still unsure? Yeah. sure? <laughs> I was like but that's where I saw I think the first time that I saw where God had grown her to because mm. I think if that conversation had happened in our 20s it would have mm. been though still loving it would still be a different conversation I think and yeah. It was like very hard and I was like panicking and like stressed Mm. and Jessica was so (laughs) calm and so cool and so loving and she was like okay and that experience did what and we talked about it and Mm. (laughs) you know we went back and forth do we put it in the book do we not put it in the book do you want to put it in the book do you feel like the Lord and I was like this is a part of the journey that helped grow me in a different area that I didn't Mm. realize because like you said earlier I was so looking for love so bad um, Mm -hmm. that I was open to anything Mm -hmm. that will Mm -hmm. love me. And um, that was kind of where I explained to Jess and she didn't back away and she didn't, Mm -hmm. we went full force into working together after that. And I was Mm. just like, okay, well, I guess we're good. Yeah, Yeah. I guess we're okay. But I was, I was, I think still ashamed of the situation in a way that Mm. I was thinking she would be ashamed of me. Mm-hmm. and she absolutely was not. She um loved me and said, "Okay, let's do this." And yeah, we've been creating together ever since.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I learned early on in ministry um it was in my first couple of my very first ministry. I remember I had situations pop up because I was doing youth and worship at the same time and um I would have kids come up and tell me heavy things, really heavy things. Mm-hmm. And I learned mm-hmm. very early on, don't, you can't, you can't let them see you have a really negative or harsh, re- harsh reaction because then mm-hmm. they will be afraid Close of the sharing door. their stories with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. they need a, they need safe places. And mm-hmm. that early, those early experiences, you know, as a mid twenties fresh out of college, brand new in ministry, um, you know, kind of person trying to find my footing, I think mm-hmm. really helped me a lot. And I developed this philosophy of, um, I, especially for the people who are closest to me, mm-hmm. I want to be a safe place for people to fail. Not because mm-hmm. I, not because I anticipate that people are going to fail and not because mm-hmm. I, want people to fail around me or, mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think so lowly of myself that I just expect failure of people around me. <laughs> and, but what I, what I mean in that is I want to be a safe place for people to, to, to rest when they fail, because right. if, if they know that if the people around me know that there is a place where they can fail, where they can fail without, um, judgment where they can fail without harsh words in return Mm -hmm. without blame, without accusation, where I'm not going to come back and be like, you're an idiot. Why would you do that? What's wrong with you? What are you thinking? Why would you, you know, all of those Mm -hmm. sorts of visceral reactions. Then I know that two things are possible. One restoration is possible because Mm -hmm. there is, we have not further damaged the relationship by, by breaking trust even further. And that second of all, um, healing can happen in those relationships and maybe the thing won't happen again because they don't feel like they have to hide they don't have to feel like they don't have to double down on whatever Mm -hmm. the thing is that the failure where that's been and Mm -hmm. that's a tough place to live from time to time because people that you love and trust will come to you with heavy hard things and you will be disappointed and you will be hurt and you will be wrestling with your own pain and reaction in those situations while simultaneously trying to restore and honor the story for somebody else. And, and that that takes some unwinding after the fact.
1: <laughs> um, yeah.
0: But I, I will say this, having been in situations where people have told me very heavy things, joy situation, um, you know, with people and family and friends, um, I don't. It is such a valuable thing for everyone's story and my own story too, because I get the blessing in being able to walk with people in their journey toward restoration and healing. And that blesses me because when we are used by God, we get, we get the blessing too. Um, And Mm -hmm. so to me, that's, that's a valuable and important thing. And that's, Mm -hmm. that is something that I'm very intentional about and very, you know, the, the poker face, if you will, <laughs> Yeah, I take yeah. pride in my poker face when I know that bad situations are coming up, uh, or bad conversations are coming up and just having kind of a poker face and a loving face, because I believe that that's what God does with me. When I come to him mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the ugly and the messy and I do, and it's ugly and it's bad. <laughs> um, God, is, God, God, The voice in my head that's like, why would you do that? You're so stupid. That's my voice. That's not God's. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, like, I have to, if I'm going to model what it looks like for him, you know, that's got to happen this way, too. Yeah. 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 I I love that. I think as I, like, as you're speaking and I'm reflecting back, like, on all these relationships over the years of people who've just sat in the ugliness with Mm -hmm. me. And when I look at it now, I'm like, my goodness, that brought such healing it brought such yeah. healing and i would not be the person i am today if i didn't have people that sat with me in the really ugly places and right, right now with my with my husband like he 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 gets to experience some of the ugly the ugly things that yeah. you know my my past has brought up or my insecurities mm-hmm. or anything and mm-hmm. and he sits with me in it and then he speaks truth into it when i'm ready when I'm ready to mm-hmm. hear <laughs> and, it. Right. And and that in itself has brought a lot of, of yeah. healing and a reminder that this voice that sometimes is happening up here, it's not always right. It's not always truth. And right. we need those people in our lives that will speak truth in love right. when we're ready to hear it. And that's what right. brings healing. yeah,
1: Absolutely. 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 Yeah.
0: yeah. So what would you say to somebody who is seeking a friendship like this or is in a place of loss and is looking for somebody to lean in with them. What how do how do people find hmm. this kind of relationship? How do they dig in? How do they learn to trust the people around them? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Let I, me ask I, the hard question. Right? Yeah, that's a that's a good one though. <laughs> I was told this was gonna be a softball interview on <laughs> <laughs> this i'll go light i'll go light <laughs> no, I, you know i i think the key to it I, I don't know that i necessarily have any wisdom for how to find that person because i think so much mm-hmm. of it is just um the empowering of the holy spirit and kind of the moving of yeah. god in that situation and first I, I think i think the cliche to jesus answer is pray about it and ask god to provide it. <laughs> um because I think it's accurate. Um, yeah. But also, I, I think that there is some discernment that you really have to have. Um, yeah. like I mentioned before, not everybody's worthy of your story. Um, yeah. And there are people who are going to say they so are good. worthy of yes. your story. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. But they really aren't. Um, <laughs> yes. And you have Facebook to... Facebook is not worthy of your whole story. <laughs> that is true. Um, <laughs> you know... Facebook might be the mechanism by which sometimes that happens, but yes, not um, a... <laughs> you know <laughs> no. I, I just think that there are so many so many people who prove themselves over and over to not be worthy. I mean friendship is hard and yeah. under the best of circumstances yep. we're busy, we all have busy things going on in our lives. it's hard to mm-hmm. connect. Um, and I'm grateful mm-hmm. that Joy texts me every morning when she gets up, because I'm so bad at that, that her mm-hmm. intentionality <laughs> of saying good morning is like, okay, oh, we can have the conversation now because my friends yeah off doing this other thing. Um, but like, there is, there is a discernment of knowing that somebody is going to be worthy of handling your story. Um, mm. and, and that is not a prideful thing. And, and I don't mean it in a prideful thing because first you also have to be someone who's worthy of somebody else's story, but That's it like, too. like. If you are working right. on being worthy of, of a safe place for people to fail, to be worthy mm-hmm. of their story, to love well, mm-hmm. all those things. Um, I think sometimes we we choose friends. Like we toss out like a farmer scattering seed and we hope that something right. sinks in mm-hmm. like good soil and grows. And okay, fine. But that also means that we can be vulnerable in places that are not beneficial. You know, there have been so many times where I have almost shared parts of my story with people because I thought, oh, this is going to be a good person. And then they would say or do something and I went, oh, they're really not. That's not the person (laughs) that can sit with me in this mess. Um, And so I Mm -hmm. I think it's having wisdom and, and again, not expecting people to be a certain thing that they are incapable of being and just Mm -hmm. being okay with that and going yeah. I love you. You're not the one. We're going to yeah. keep, we're going to go back to the drawing board on this. And I will be this level of friend with you, right. but you yep. don't get, you don't get this level get of access to my heart without right. mm-hmm. earning it, you know? Yep. Right.
1: Yeah. I think also like, you know, just piggybacking off all of that, we have to know the difference between what a friend is and what an acquaintance is. Mm
0: -hmm, And -hmm. an
1: acquaintance is not bad. I think we've always said that's not my Mm -hmm. friend. It's my acquaintance. So they, I keep them in this box over there. Having Mm -hmm. acquaintances are great because those are Mm -hmm. opportunities for networking. That's opportunity for friendship growth It's opportunity, but you just have to know the difference. Um, And then we live in such a. (laughs) I guess back in the day we would say a microwave generation, but now we live in like an air fryer generation where everything's like gets quick. You know, it gets crispy quick. It gets cooked through quick. And (laughs) all these things happen. And we expect that to happen in our lives and in our friendships and these types of relationships, not only, um, they take time and they take nourishment, um, just like mm-hmm. if, you know, she was talking about planting and see you know, growing, you know, you plant a seed and you have to actively make sure that it's getting what it's need, what it needs so in order good. to grow. Yeah. And so you have to make sure you have the right soil. You have to make sure that you have, you know, you're watering it, but not watering it too much. You know, Mm -hmm. it's you're not being overwhelming, but you're trying to learn how to balance yourself so that you can be good to the person that you're um, trying to build this relationship and this friendship with. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, again, vulnerability, being open and being honest, um, being transparent. Being okay with your own ugly so that somebody else is okay with your ugly because if you're not okay with your ugly, <laughs> that you're is not going to think that somebody choice. else <laughs> is okay <laughs> with your ugly, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it, it's yeah. It, it's Sometimes building these friendships are knowing who you are, um, learning self, (laughs) learning, you know, what it is that not only someone can bring to you, but what do you bring to them? What is Mm. it that you guys have that, you know, that you can bring to them? What, how can you balance out that relationship? And then I think, um, also just, um, just being, uh, super, just real, and raw as possible. And if you don't yeah. feel that you can be like that, like, like she said earlier, sitting in the ugly, if they can't sit in the ugly with you, they're not it and everybody, and it's yeah. okay because everybody does not get that opportunity. Like Jessica said, everybody, you know, that's yeah. why I said, know what an acquaintance is versus a friend. And I think we put friend labels on everyone sometimes and we realize, mm-hmm. oh, that's not exactly my friend. And it's okay <laughs> that they're not. You know, yeah. and so it um, has to be also just um making sure that um like she said, discernment just kind of like truly like Holy Spirit activate, like show me, lead me, guide me <laughs> to my people. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. um, there was a season that I went through that I felt like I lost a lot of my friends mm. and God surrounded me with such intentional women at the time. There were not only Jessica, but like two to three other people that I did not necessarily have that type of relationship with previously, Mm -hmm. but somehow ended up in these situations where, um, God allowed me because I I didn't, I didn't shoot at the mouth just to shoot at the mouth because Mm -hmm. I was not in a place at that time to really like, just tell everybody my business, but I was still functioning and trying to function and trying to move and trying to move past and try to grow and try to move forward. And God placed me in situations that um, he allowed me to get to know some of these women that um, helped me through that moment. And my friendships with them are now changed because of that. Whereas they were acquaintances before or a person I went to church with before who are now more of a friend and a sister to me if that mm-hmm, makes any mm-hmm, sense so mm-hmm. that's that's what I think about the whole situation how to yeah. how to build it and how to find someone to be there and I not to be super deep, I really do believe that God opens the door and he opens mm-hmm. the opportunity for you to meet mm-hmm. those people that will be your okay. intentional and those people that are going to help you grow and those people that are going to enhance what you have um, yeah. we add salt to food to enhance the flavor and that's exactly what we need to do in friendships we mm-hmm. need to salt each other enough to enhance the flavor of the individual person and each person if you put salt in chocolate is going to taste different than when you're putting salt in chicken and both things are great it's just mm-hmm. a different way of layering the flavor Yeah, right.
0: I like well that. now I'm hungry that's good <laughs> <laughs> um, Give me some chocolate ice cream and correct. some chicken, man. I'll dip that Amole. chicken in that chocolate ice cream and we'll just go for it. <laughs> but, but let me ask you, Adam, because one of the things mm-hmm. I remember, I remember thinking when you first, we first talked about it. And then when you first went to Ghana and mm-hmm. um, actually, I think it was back when you did that little stint in Kenya for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I, when you said that this is going to be a thing I'm going I'm to do for a year and then twelve years later, one year, <laughs> yeah. yeah, one year. That's all it's going to be. Um, <laughs> but but one of the things that I've wondered for you is that that is such a cultural shock, not mm-hmm. only just in learning a new culture and moving to a culture that the the everything is different about for the most mm-hmm. part over there, um, but then also not having your support system on even remotely close to the same time zone that you are. Mm-hmm. Like how how have you found maintaining relationships with people that, that go back with you a long ways, like Mm -hmm. you're in the States um, and then developing those new relationships there Mm -hmm. when you're in sort of this totally different perspective and cultural point of view, like how has that been for you? Yeah. I think friendships have been one of the biggest I shouldn't say just friendships. I should say relationships, period, right. have been one of the biggest mm-hmm. challenges um, being here. And um, a big part of that is just combating loneliness. Like, mm-hmm. um, I, and I'm sure you you guys know what loneliness is like in ministry, first of all, because you do have a bit of a facade that goes yeah. up. And then yeah. as you're, for for me, I'm in ministry with with people and I'm a completely different culture. And I have completely different life experiences that match Mm -hmm. nothing that they have experienced in their childhood. And I, so even my life experiences, like when I try to teach on them or when I try to explain something from my perspective, it is not understood because there is nothing that's the same um, from how we experience life. The only thing that is the same is that we have a faith in Jesus. And, Mm And so that there have been a lot of challenges. I think a big part for me is that I um, I am a I don't know how you would put it, but I'm a person who I uh, I like to keep my relationships close. So I'm super right. intentional. My my mm-hmm. friendships
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, and my support system actually um, over the years I have had these same supporters since i left and i have mm-hmm. added two but very rarely had any leave and a part of that is that That's i wonderful. am very intentional about like communicating and um just wanting them to know that they are part like they're partnering with what god's mm-hmm. doing right. here there mm-hmm. it's not just that they're some random people that are giving me money or praying for me but that they're right, partnering right. What, in what god's doing and then um, I thank God for Marco Polo and for WhatsApp and for <laughs> yes, like these apps. Right. Because when I first came here, we had ve- we we moved out to the bush and we had very little internet access. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I probably was able to get online like once a week. And I called my family like once a week, you know, and it was pretty minimal. But now I'm able to talk to family and friends almost every single day over Marco Polo or WhatsApp. So those things have really Mm -hmm. grown over time. The technology has developed like this, like this was never even a dream. My goodness, you know, (laughs) that you could just get online and chat with people. And I'm all the way in Ghana and you guys are halfway across the world. Mm -hmm. But
1: yeah,
0: yeah, I think, I think loneliness has been one of my, my greatest challenges. And um, I, I think as, as I've gone through the years, one of the big things that God continues to remind me, because it will go through these waves where I'm like, I am feeling so lonely. It is so hard to not have a best friend that is right next door to me that I can call and chat with and can know my mm-hmm. ugly stuff and I can talk to. And yeah. um And he continues, like the word that he continues to give is like, where is your dependency? (laughs) And Mm. who are you depending on? Are you depending on somebody else to fill you up with the words that you need to hear? Or are you learning how to depend on me? And so it's been this constant state of like, let me take control of how I control my own loneliness and my own relationships (laughs) and (laughs) then (laughs) surrender. Like, let me let you... (laughs) deal with this. And so there's been seasons where my door has been a lot more open Mm -hmm. and I've had more staff, more kids over more, more people participating in my life. Other seasons where it's been really close and I've depended a lot more heavily on people back in the States to provide encouragement. Some Mm -hmm. seasons where it's been a lot more like, um, friendships with expats or Mm -hmm. other missionaries that are in Ghana and just building those relationships. Mm -hmm. Other seasons, um like now it's primarily my family is my number one relationship because i've got two small children that need right. attention 24/7 <laughs> and and um and two teenagers i have two right. foster boys and you have the, so that the boys, yeah. that um that dynamic just requires a lot of attention so my door's a lot more closed to right. the outside as mm-hmm. i focus on um the relationship that I have with my family. So I think every season it kind of, but yeah, even if you talk to my husband, you would hear how many times I've cried to him. Like, I just, I love you, but I just want a friend. And he's like, (laughs) okay, well, how are you reaching out? How are you engaging with others? Are you Mm. opening the door for conversations? Are you providing the space for them to feel comfortable to come and talk with you? And then other seasons where I'm like, I don't actually need that right now because I, my life is full and busy and that's not, that's not the need that I have. So yeah, it's been a wild journey. (laughs) It's not, not always been the easiest, but yeah, I think, I think that challenge with loneliness just in ministry in general, yeah. um, Whether you're married or single, whether you're um, in ministry with other people or in ministry on your own, I think that loneliness, man. That lie of loneliness can really affect oh, yeah. um, how yeah. you interact with people and the the things that you believe in your head. And so it's just that that back and forth of dependence and surrender, dependence and surrender
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, that eventually kind of works that out. Yeah. Well, and I would imagine that 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 transition, uh, at least initially, and then probably in waves going forward, of not being. In the community that you had been in physically, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. because we all, all of us have a tendency to be out of sight, out of mind. And that's not, yeah. that's not, there's a reason it's a cliched say, saying, you know, mm-hmm. um, like I imagine that was probably a pretty tricky transition after the first yep. few weeks to realize that life was going on because life was happening for you, but life is happening for people back home right. in very right. different ways. And like it's hard to be separated and to kind of not long for what had been and the ease with which those relationships had happened before, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause you were also in the early twenties when things, when we weren't as smart about intentionality.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Things came easier. Yeah. It did. It did force that a bit. It forced that hand a bit. And I think too, one of the things that I have said is that I, um, I love that I live in Ghana, but it's interesting because even the, like, the friends that I have built here, um, it can be challenging to feel Mm -hmm. that we speak the same heart language, even if we all speak English. Right. Right. And then the interesting thing is, as I've been here longer, I go home to the States and I visit family and friends, even people Mm -hmm. who've come out here and been a part of what we've done out here and I go back and visit home and I realize that we don't connect on the same heart language because they have not fully experienced living life full time in Ghana. So it's this mm-hmm. weird dynamic that you're kind of always in this in-between space. You just never are fully home. And if anything, it reminds me that you know we're not made for this earth. <laughs> right. But that can be challenging at times because yeah. there's never a complete understanding. There's, mm-hmm. there's not a single person that will have a complete understanding. And that's true for everybody. Mm-hmm. Realistically, mm-hmm. like Jess, I would never have a full and complete understanding of what you've been through with the, the issues that you've had in ministry and, and joy. I've never had an experience of where I've lost one of my best friends. I, I wouldn't know, you know, but we can still stand in the gap. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and even if we haven't had those full experiences, we sit there in the middle <laughs> with yeah, right. the people that we love. Yeah. 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 It's, um. I, I think to a small degree, I understand this much, like you said, can't be full. Right. But kind of that same thing, you know, we've, we've gone back to California three times since we moved. Mm-hmm. Um, and two of the three have been for funerals. And right. so you see people and you you get together with, with people and you realize that, gosh, I, we now have these totally separate lives because we're across the country and the experiences right. that I have, I'm not fully integrated here yet. So I don't have mm-hmm. quite all the same yep. people and relationships there you depth go. and yeah. learning mm-hmm. church, but I'm also not there anymore. And so their world right. yeah. moved on without me. And right. it's Isn't it a strange feeling. It's, it's, it's this odd in between. And so it's, yeah. it's. In fact, John and I mentioned the first time that we went back out was for Joy's birthday last year. And we mm. had only been here three weeks. And even after mm. just three weeks of being yeah. in Georgia and then going back to California, we were like, this isn't home anymore. This is isn't weird. Like weird. Thing? we've been gone three weeks. <laughs> like I've been on vacations that long, you know, like <laughs> this <laughs> is, and it was still home, but right. it, it was different. And so I think there is, there is this sense of finding, finding your home, finding your home. Mm-hmm finding your home in Christ. Um, (laughs) You know, if you want to get super spiritual about it, but to a certain extent that that's true, it's like finding, Mm -hmm. finding that stability where you can, and then Mm -hmm. accepting the relationships around you for what they are and not what you wish they would be. Um, Mm, That's good. And and then when you have the opportunity, you can grow them, But, but to be okay with where things are, for The mm-hmm. season that they are in, um, because yeah. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. Like, I have to have intentional relationships, and right. I, have that right. friend. I need a yeah. best yeah. friend right now. Right yeah. now. I,
1: I, and it's funny, I always joke and I tell Jess, I'm like, no matter what friends you make in Georgia, you have to let them know they're not as important as like, <laughs> <you know?" laughs> but I, I, I do want her to have, um. A community, you know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. I know yeah. how it, you know, how it feels. And it's the crazy thing is two of the closest people to me do not live in California anymore. One mm-hmm. is my god sister Tramika. She's in Texas and then Jessica's in mm-hmm. Georgia. And yeah. <laughs> I, so it shifts my your feeling of home too, it even shifts though you're home, my feelings <laughs> for sure. I mean, I, I still have friends that are here, but uh, I'm closest to them. Um, mm-hmm. And so that makes it a little difficult. And, you know, when I travel, I, I just came back from Texas, not that long ago. And, um, it was an experience because San Antonio mm. is a lot. <laughs> it's, it's huge. A, it's a different the world. freeways are weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much. Like, it, it was hot. Like it was yeah. a lot going on, but, um, <laughs> it was good to be with her. Um, mm. but, and then I'll. Hopefully, be going to Georgia soon, so that I can be with Jess. And mm. I think on my end, my fear is: Do I ever leave? <laughs> do I go mm. too? Like, do I mm. get out of California? <laughs> Just and like, I keep. Yes, I oh yeah, Jess, Jess wants I me. The,
0: but I want everybody to. wants in Georgia her. for sure.
1: <laughs> um, and it was funny because a few years ago, Tremica, my god sister, was like, you know you're not going to be a California resident forever. And Mm. what she was saying was that your call, you're going to be traveling so much doing ministry that you're not going to really be home. She's like, so honestly you can live six months in Georgia and live six months in Texas with me. And I was Mm -hmm. just like, and then I've had all these like kind of like people that God has kind of like said similar things, people who don't know each other who are like, interesting. I just feel like you're supposed to move out of California, blah, 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 blah. I, I have been praying about it. I honestly don't know. But I've also seen moments where Jessica and I are together doing things in person. Mm-hmm. Though internet mm-hmm. works wonderful. Though we work well still. You know, we figure out times. Sometimes that can be a little bit of a struggle. <laughs> <a> we <sweet laughs> figure out time for this. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I haven't. I don't know if it's my fear of leaving. Or if I just mm. really haven't heard God for myself yet. In regards yeah. to to leaving and i told jess i said once i get out there to visit i feel like and i'm not saying this is what god said but i feel Mm -hmm. like i'll know something once i go visit and so have a better picture that's that's been like the challenge in my mind with everything because Mm -hmm. i believe wholeheartedly not just in the friendship but in the things that god has called us to do together and there's some things i feel like once we go full force into it we need to be together and i know she's not coming back here so yeah (laughs) gas prices
0: are too crazy (laughs) that's why
1: (laughs) yeah gas prices and house prices and
0: all the prices my goodness the the inflation in
1: california has been (laughs) let me tell you guys pray pray for our wallets out here because it is (laughs) nuts i was like inflation happened and our paychecks didn't go up right come on where's the cost of living increase (laughs) the cost of living increase has not happened so um, (laughs) but that that's where i struggle in that sense where i'm trying to figure out what to do Um, In regards to myself. And then I have my mom and my grandmother. Because we all live together. And I help my mother with my grandmother. Who has Mm -hmm. some slight dementia going on. And so Mm -hmm. me leaving. Though I travel for stuff anyway. Like I was. Mm -hmm. I just preached in Arizona not that long ago. A couple weeks before before that. I was in Mm -hmm. Texas. When I was in Esther. We were touring a lot. So Mm -hmm. I'm I'm used to not necessarily being home home. But still home. You know. And so it's 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 an odd dynamic <laughs> so pray for me y'all <laughs> i don't know yet like i i see things and i feel an inkling but I, I don't it's not solid in my spirit yet
0: yeah being um in an in-between season man it's yeah. it's tricky to kind of yeah. like just not know yeah our family's kind of in a similar kind of in-between season and it's, it's tricky. The unknown is just tricky. Yeah. And I keep telling my husband, my husband, I don't, okay. Are you guys Enneagram people? Yes, sort of, it's, kind of. My okay. co really are a little bit. So I'm, okay. so I'm an I'm an Enneagram two, which okay. is a very present focused person. Mm-hmm. And my husband is an Enneagram five, who's a very future okay. focused person. And he's okay. constantly thinking 10 years down the road. And then he's like, okay, this is what, this is what we got going on. And 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 I am, like, trying to jog to catch up with, like, the vision that he has. And I'm thinking, like, practicalities, like, how are we going to have money for that? How are we going to do, you know? And he's like, God's going to provide, have faith. And I'm like, I have faith for today, not for 10 years down the road.
1: <laughs> that sounds like us, kind of. It's
0: kind of weird. <laughs> That's, that literally sounds like me and Jessica. I bet you five bucks, Joy, you're a five. Because oh, I'm, I'm pretty true. sure. Like, uh, yeah, when you, yeah. Jess, when you were From talking this earlier, conversation, like, this Jess I was like, is two, yeah, yeah, <laughs> two, two with a three wing. So yeah,
1: yeah. I'm like, that's literally a conversation I, that could have easily been been me and Jessica. Mm-hmm. Like, truthfully, <laughs> so I'm a little more like Richard.
0: So, yeah, so I understand. Uh, I understand. Yes, <laughs> it's just that that unknown. I'm like, he's already jumping so far ahead, and I'm like. <gasps> gasping to <laughs> try to keep up because I'm like, no, I've got to like figure out the day to day. Like, yeah. how am I going to, you know? And That's I I, so I just don't do well with unknown. It's hard, man. But he's like, it is hard for the
1: unknown. It is <laughs> hard, end. but oh, I, goodness. I think part of it is from my, my background, um, church wise, um, mm. because I was in a ministry that was like, It may not be here today, but it will be here and it may not be tomorrow, but it could be in a year. And so Mm -hmm. uh, that's the type of ministry I grew up in where I Mm -hmm. literally saw lame people walk and get out of wheelchairs and go Mm -hmm. and walk and never go back to a wheelchair where I've seen Mm -hmm. actually people have cancer and then stage four, given a a year or less to live and they live 10 plus years more. So it's Mm -hmm. like, I can't, I, I grew up in that. And so that is ingrained in me. And I just had a conversation with someone the other day and I was hot because my faith was being questioned. And I said, let me explain something to you. I literally believe God can do anything like literally believe that he can do anything. I believe that there can be money in your bank account that you didn't know was coming. That's the kind of faith I have. I believe in checks in the mail from royalties that you didn't know were happening. I believe that God can literally open up every door. So that is not my issue. I have to explain to them concern and worry and doubt are different things. I can be concerned and still have faith. Yeah. Don't don't do it. Like I went completely like, I was mad. I told Jessica, I was like, don't I you went off. Don't mess with my face. Oh,
0: shit. All
1: like- I went off. I was like, don't do that. Do not do that. that. that is so because funny. it's just so ingrained in me. And I am, I'm a walking miracle. You know what I'm saying? Like everything that my doctors told yeah. me that at 15, 16, that I would not be able to do. I'm 40. I may do it in pain some days. I may have bad mm-hmm. days, but I am literally walking, moving, talking, using my hands, doing everything they didn't say even wearing heels again eventually because of my knee but they tell me at 16 I never wear heels because you know my legs or whatever I was wearing them for up until three years ago until I had a knee injury but Mm -hmm. it's like I've literally I may not have been healed completely from the illness but that illness grounds me sometimes and it helps me remember that I need to trust God but I'm still here. Whereas mm-hmm. they said it was going to be completely opposite. I have a mutation disease that took a lot of people out when they were toddlers. I'm 40. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just yeah. I have this big faith and I've yeah. always been this way. And I didn't realize it until <laughs> how, how crazy it can sound until Jessica and I started working together. She's like, okay, <laughs> whoa, Nellie.
0: <laughs> because I
1: am you
0: Autumn. Cause like, I because I live in the how do we get like I I'm with you let's go let's get mm-hmm. there but how do we get there and what do I need to do how, how, we how get there? do we get there and how Give me the yeah. step by step where, where am I packing like what am I putting together what's the <laughs> yes. <your> dress <draft> code <laughs> like yeah, what, right. like like and I'm I'm sitting there thinking through all the things that need to happen in order for that to happen and I think mm-hmm. that's why the partnership works so well because I I bet yeah. you five bucks as frustrating as it is when you and Richard work together on it. He has the dream and the vision and you have the Mm -hmm. know how to put it together to go. And together you were going to go farther because he would probably have all these visions and no plan to make it happen. And so it would never happen. But because you yeah. were there, you may be like, whoa, whoa, pump the brakes. We're not going to go there quite as fast because I see all of these things that have to happen, but we'll get mm-hmm. there and here's how yeah. we can do it. And so it's that partnership yeah. that works so well. And that's that's how Joy and I are. So she comes and she's like, let's do this. I, it's to the point where if I have a thought about something, like I'm almost afraid to say it out loud because Joy's like, let's go. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's, it's just an idea. It's I, th- it's th- I don't I'm have not time. Ready. I'm not ready. I can't. <laughs> uh, but this is my list of things to do, and they don't. Have yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, let's go. <laughs> like,
1: oh man. Always- it's always, That's it's always, let's go. <laughs>
0: just ready to That's so roll. funny. I'm,
1: like, I'm ready I'm like, to go. I need some coffee in and at first, let's go. It's now to the point where I'm like, let's go. I'll do research on how to do it and then go back and say, okay, this is how we go. Like I'm learning yeah. a little bit. I'm still more like, woo, shoot for the star. And she <laughs> is like, okay, calm down. The Lord must just sit so there in heaven
0: and watch us all and be like, oh, y'all funny. Uh-huh. I know, right? <laughs> all, all, oh, these, all these interesting plans <laughs> you're trying to make. Oh, my right. goodness.
1: I, see, and here's the thing. Like, if it's something that I didn't think that didn't go with what we're already working on or what we're already doing or what God has <laughs> already shown me, then I wouldn't be like okay, let's, I would be, you know, more like, let's table it. But when there are things that connects with my spirit about what we've already got going on and things like that, I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) Let's make make this happen. happen. I know, (laughs) but it does because I've seen where we're going and- (laughs) <laughs> you just are trying to catch up, so I see it. I see, I've been telling her, I see the full studio, I see a staff, I see the conferences not just being the one time, I see it being able to be in different places. I've seen all these things. It's just because, like, okay, um, I'm like, hold up, I need to know your <laughs> yeah. lips to God's ears is like her favorite <laughs> line to it. say. Like, make it happen. <laughs> Oh, Lord. That's I'll so have dreams happens. and I'll call her and say, hey, so this is what was in my dream. And it was funny because when she first showed me the original house in Georgia, and I had had a dream about us recording and having our, our uh, part time studio, it was literally the room that she showed me. Now mm-hmm. that they have a new house that they bought, she told me that the room looks similar to the other room. So it's still. It's almost <laughs> yeah. identical. To it's today. the same dream.
0: <laughs> exactly. So just so That's
1: the exactly. That's so funny. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Actually, so, they have
1: Yeah. With. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I feel you. That's 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 us for sure. That's that's us. <laughs> These are our daily that's conversations. That's so awesome.
0: <laughs> it's so awesome. At least uh, I know somebody else out there is experiencing my trauma. <laughs> 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 well, like when, when you were like, I'm gonna throw this man. Yeah. Just text me. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. Girl. Yes. Let me tell you. Yesterday I was like, seriously, you've got to like slow down five years for me, because I'm like, I'm like really struggling to keep up here. And he's like, oh, You're funny. right, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm going a little far. Like, thank you. Thank you. I just need to like catch my breath. Oh, not gosh. that they're bad it's, ideas, because it's no. it's usually
1: amazing
0: what? ideas, but it's
1: like I don't know how we're gonna get there, and it's stressful. Like, I I, like I'm already on merchandise for conferences, and she's like, "Okay, you don't even have a conference yet." I'm like, "I'm
0: like,"
1: I, and in my brain, I'm like, "Great merchandise." Okay, we need a design. I need to take it. We need to find it In my head, we I see it, and usually, what she, what I see in my head, even if I don't tell her, that's what I see. She still makes it happen. So I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> you know,
0: I it, it, God works it
1: all out. And I think he just sometimes he does. Right. I, I think he just sometimes laughs at our chaos.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like like kind yeah. Of fun, he works in a it nice out. Way.
1: Right. Oh, he man. definitely works it out though. So you that's why we said you'll see some stuff coming because <laughs> it's coming. I believe. It's coming. <laughs> I believe. Jessica's over there biting her fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> I believe <just laughs> I believe
0: I need to learn to wake up earlier in the day. One <laughs> thing
1: I told her, I'm like, I'm a lot. so <laughs> That's okay, because I'm, I'm a lot, too. When I'm too much, just tell me to calm down. That's all you got to do, because I can be a lot.
0: <laughs> I think the next step is I'm just going to give Joy a, a journal and be like, write down all your good ideas in here, and then I'm going to go through like half a page a day. and then yeah, Half a page a day, oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs>
1: Uh, and then I'm literally editing it, two books right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> for me.
0: <laughs> so I'm editing two books for her. We're try- we may, I may end up doing the the art for the one, which we don't, the kids' book. Hopefully, hopefully the other artist comes through because it'll be better if I'm not. Yeah. In. And yeah. then we're moving into a new house. Um, <laughs> as, I'm in my husband's office because we're still moving in. Uh, like, we're... <laughs> We our anniversary is Monday. We're going out of town next weekend. We've got to move out of our apartment into this house. Like we're having our bathroom remodeled right now. So if you hear stuff in the background, it's because we're having a bathroom like jackhammered out. And like, <laughs> like it's just I'm sitting there going, and it, it's October. We're filming. We're recording this in October. I'm like, oh my gosh, she so much to do. And then she's like, do
1: this? And I'm like. <laughs> I try to be sensitive to the fact that she has a lot going on and she can always tell me no. And <laughs> I work an almost full-time job. So I'm like,
0: oh golly. I'm just grateful. Yeah. Like my boss was like, so can we can give you some more hours? And I like I would love more hours, but I'm like, I can't. I have too much. Time. <laughs> I don't have enough going on. I don't on. even know yeah, how she does. I've got too much function.
1: I don't even know how I function. Oh. I don't, So I definitely don't know how she functions because, you know, though she does a lot of, I always tell people, even when she's not with me or she's not visibly shown, I always say, and you will never hear me not say, I cannot do what I do without her. Well, I, whether well, it's I none I, ministry, I don't know my stuff would happen without her because she's
0: the, the spark person. You know what I'm saying? It,
1: so. <laughs> like it doesn't happen, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, that's right. The, the cover of the book she edited the book she's working on the kids books we're doing all this other stuff together she edits our shows she's the producer and co-host you know what i'm saying like I, I do all the typey things and then she does everything <laughs> else and i literally don't do any of it without her and so even mm. in, I, I did a q a in arizona um at the book signing i did there and they were like well you know do you guys travel together i said not yet because that was one of the questions. We're getting there. And I said, not yet. I said, so just pray. And so one of the questions was, like, does she have a full time job and do you have a full time job? I was like, yeah, I teach music and theater to, get to kindergarten through fifth grade. Huh? Like, how do you, <laughs> how do you guys do-, do this? The hustle is real. The Holy Spirit. That's right. The Holy Spirit. I'm serious. It's all God because I don't know. Like, I just finished. I normally have the kids' grip done like way ahead of time because yeah, not only do I do the shows, I write all of my kids shows. See, and she's so, so it's <laughs> so like trying to, and I try to base it on like the personality of the different groups. Cause my fifth graders act like they are twi- uh, 29 and not 12 and 10 <laughs> and 11. So I have to acquiesce to this generation right. and not make it too like cheese terrific because they're like, um, that's whack, miss joy. And so, <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing this. Writing whole thing shows this for this generation is completely different. So, and I, I was telling them that I said, "But God makes it happen. He really does, and He graces mm. us to get the things done. And when it's something we can't do, we can't do. And mm. I, I have to be okay with that because she's generally fine. So, because <laughs> <laughs> there's only so much, my brain just stops at some point. So- yeah. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, sure. and you know this. You have two teenagers. You've got uh, two toddlers. Like that's Mm -hmm. a, and all the other kids in the area, like Mm -hmm. that you were responsible for, you know, helping their intelligence grow and teaching them and Mm -hmm. growing them and ministry partners and stuff for the school and teaching and training for teachers, like all this stuff, like all this stuff that you've got going on. Like we all get pulled in so many different directions. So so my bringing it back full circle, like Mm -hmm. if you can't be as intentional as you want to be in relationships have mm-hmm. some grace for yourself in that because yeah, there you go. Everybody's in the same boat. Everybody wants to be and has every good intention and life gets in the way. And yeah, maybe we mm-hmm. could all do a little better about making those improvements where we need to. But the reality is that we're all going about 7,000 different directions Miles at high hours. speed, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. all the time. And, right. um, and we, we have to be intentional about the relationships, but if you can't be to the level that you think you should be like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe like take a breath and be okay (laughs) with it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I I, I was saying
0: saying earlier too, is like, you okay setting boundaries for your own health and Mm -hmm. um, stability for you. And then I think the other thing that I've learned is, I need a team man to do half of what I do. So it's as, (laughs) as an Enneagram too, I'm not great at asking for help. Richard will tell you, he will say, you do not ask for help. You stand there and make like
1: uh, uh, Mm -hmm. uh,
0: noises and then expect (laughs) me to know what they mean. And (laughs) instead of just saying, could, could you please help me with this or whatever? And so I, I'm working on getting better at asking for help. And then depending on the people who God has put in the positions That's to be able to serve and not Mm -hmm. say, I have to do everything and I can do it better than any of you. (laughs) And I have to be able to say, you can, you, you can do, you can do the job. Even if I feel like I could do it better, you can do the job. You should do the job. You should do the job that God has called you to do. Yeah. And I yeah. I have to give them permission to do to do it, even if
1: that's a hard thing. Even though, if my became. internal yeah. stuff yeah. is moving, yeah. it's a hard yeah. thing to let go. Like I uh, that was one of those lessons I had yeah. to learn, and I still constantly learn. I think that's the only reason I wouldn't be a five is because I am so used to doing everything on my own. Mm-hmm. And so when in relationship with Jess, when she offered certain things, I was like, I don't know, like I can, but she, literally she can do. Most things better than I can, but yeah, there are teams and things that I've done, even at work, you know, when it's show times and I have to try and t- trust our staff, but then I'm directing the show and then telling them to control the kids and then do, and I'm like, I can just do this. i on my own when I realize mm-hmm. I just need to trust them to do it because they can just not mm-hmm. in the way that I do it. And mm-hmm. I, that's in ministry too where I was over something or doing worship or whatever the case may be. And I was just like complaining because I didn't have help. And when the help came, I didn't really want their help because I didn't like the way they did it. And so (laughs) it's it's, It's truly, that is truly a learning curve for yourself. You have to have grace with yourself and you have to learn to let go. That's a part of mm-hmm. the boundaries. You have to learn to let go and release it because then they won't learn to do the job even better if you don't let them do the job in the first place.
0: Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and you have to give them grace to make mistakes because right. like Jess, you were saying before, part of the learning process is failing. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. I come and scoop up all the jobs because I'm worried that you're going to fail, yeah. then honestly, I've had some stuff that have worked for us that have been like, great let's give it to auntie autumn cuz she just takes care of it all and it's and it's easy for her to do and mm-hmm. then they end up not being able to do very basic parts of their job description because i've not let them do it right, right yeah. And, yeah. and so it's it's actually been in in having children where i've recognized that my capacity is not mm-hmm. what what it used to be and i've had to say I honestly can't do it <laughs> and that's actually shown me, oh my gosh, they can, <laughs> I just haven't let them. Oh my goodness.
1: Just haven't let and them. Yeah, yep. the team so is it's, very important. It's, it's, it's a team, team is so helpful. Yeah. I, I've been telling Jess for, I don't know how that we're going to do this because we literally can't afford an assistant, but we really need one because mm. uh, we have our separate stuff and then we have our stuff together and the stuff mm-hmm. together we're doing on our own. And so mm-hmm. even building the conference, I'm like, it would be so helpful if we had someone who was managing some of these things and getting some of these things done when we're working or when you know when we yeah. don't have the time to do it? But yeah, I'm just like, okay, God provide because that that's a desire and I feel like it's a real need. And a team mm-hmm. is very vital to the success of anything. I think mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I that's just you. letting yeah. go and getting the people to do it. Yeah, <laughs> and Definitely. winning the lottery. Yep.
0: I think that's the next step.
1: <laughs> and and winning, winning the, the lottery. lottery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we had a whole episode about that <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> what we would do with our winnings I think was the the conversation we had but yeah definitely you know winning the lottery would be great I would definitely quit my job <laughs> and go full force yeah into what we're doing I mean honestly that's what we we both want to do eventually mm. it's just we can't afford to yet <laughs> mm-hmm. So you know here we are <laughs> as the lord may have just we're just, gonna, we're just to. gonna
0: keep praying it in we're gonna amen, amen. it in because oh, we because my heart is if i ever did win the lottery and this little insight um you guys are talking about right now you guys are in the midst of that fundraiser for new desks for the classroom mm-hmm. mm-hmm. at uh city of refuge and i'm like desks let's not stop there like I, in my brain i'm like if i ever won the lottery okay. shoot let's go flying <laughs> We, but, we have a whole new school. <laughs> you don't even know, like <laughs> for sure. Like that's it's for one sure. Of those things that I just I I love what Seriously. you guys are doing there, and, I, mm. and yeah. I love those kids. I've never met any of them, and I just see their pictures, and like I just I I love how God is using you, and
1: they look so happy. But mm.
0: that I was telling actually this story on Sunday at church. We were talking about the song "No Longer Slaves," and mm-hmm. a couple years back, you sent out that CD. Um, yeah. Of that you had recorded of the kids singing it. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you that I sobbed like a little girl mm. when I put that CD <laughs> into my car and I heard that song for the first time, because it's one thing to hear that song. It's a beautiful song. No longer a slave to fear. I'm a child of God. Mm-hmm. But then to hear kids who had been in that situation and come out of yeah. it and then yeah. hear them sing. like It was what? just a powerful season of, of like, worship where I think even in up, worship, it, it was amazing. God was totally doing mm. a lot of, freeing. um, I love that, and and yeah that that was a really sweet season. I I mean, it's interesting because God, like, we're not really in that season right now, Mm -hmm. uh, where we're Mm -hmm. seeing God free through worship, uh, Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. through other things. But um, right, yeah that was a that was a really sweet season. So I'm I'm glad that you could sense what God was doing, just by just by listening to that. That's wonderful. Context is it was a powerful season. You it, know, it, it, I, yeah. I think we so often just jump into the things that we can do and we forget to sit and rest um, and mm-hmm. to rest in that song and to rest in all of those things and see what he's doing mm-hmm. is, is just a really cool thing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I yeah.
1: completely agree with that. That's great stuff. That's good stuff. I like that.
0: Well, ladies, I have, I've got to start wrapping up. My kiddos are um, getting ready for dinner and it's, it's getting close to six o'clock here now. (laughs) We've been chatting and just, you know, enjoying every second. Um, (laughs) But I want to ask, like, tell, tell people what you guys have going on. We've talked a little bit about it. Joy's got her book. We have a conference coming, give dates and information so that people can follow along Instagram stuff, Facebook stuff so people can follow along what you guys are up to.
1: Sure. Okay. For Jess.
0: <laughs> you can find us at joyandjess.com. That's J-O-I-A-N-D-J-E-S-S.com. Um, mm-hmm. and from there you'll find our podcast, We Digress with Joy and Jess. Uh, and mm-hmm. then there'll be links to all of our other stuff. We're also on Instagram at we digress with joy underscore. Just because Instagram handles are hard, and, um, <laughs> <True>. <laughs> and from there uh, you'll find links to uh, Crafted, which is our women's conference that's coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, by God's grace, it's going to happen in March of 2023, yes, We are hopeful. That's right. Uh, and so um, uh, the first the first conference is going to be a virtual conference, we believe, and so that will enable anybody from wherever you're listening to participate. Um, uh, so that's that's kind of what's going on with that. You can find joy at joysimpson.com and her yes. book, Beautiful, The New Definition of Beauty, is available there. It's on Amazon. You can get it in print or in a uh, digital format. What yes. else you got going on? Uh
1: that's it. I'm working on the digital format. I mean the vocal audible format recording and audible oh, audible book is a lot of work. It's, it's yeah. harder than That's what I've heard. recording I've heard a song. That it's like tough. truthfully. Yeah. Um, but I'm working on that. Um, she told you about the book and, and where to find it and find me. Um, yeah, Instagram at beauty flawed me, um, TikTok at beauty flawed me. Um I try to post videos once a week. Some days it doesn't some weeks it doesn't happen. Just a few minutes of encouragement to share. Um, sometimes it's super transparent moments of even things that I'm going through that gotta show me. So um we do that mm-hmm. and like she said, craft it prayerfully will be coming up um, in March. Um, and um, we're looking forward to that. I One of the things I said is I believe has been such a struggle because of what God's going to do with it. And so mm. when there is something that um, he really has that he's intentional about in your life, um, it's not going to be always an easy thing to produce. But when it does mm-hmm. happen, it happens and it's, it's great. So I'm looking forward to it and we're hopefully, um, hopefully it will be available to everyone so you can check that out, but just keep going to our websites and things like that. And yeah, that's, that's about it. Yeah. yeah. We are excited excited that that you're going to be a
0: part of it as well. Autumn, like that's really cool. So excited.
1: yeah. Yes, that is so wonderful. I know. I
0: remember when the when the dates first came out, I was like on top of it. I wrote out my stuff and then I'm like, yeah, okay, that whole thing's got to change because my whole life is different from
1: when you guys <laughs> first started talking about it. So, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: we'll, I, we'll we're actually going
1: back. We were talking about how we have to go back <laughs> and look at the different topics and things like that and see what mm-hmm. needs to be reworked and reach out to the speakers mm-hmm. again, because. Life has changed, truly, for yeah. not just you, yeah. but for everyone since then. So the whole world has changed <laughs> since COVID. So yeah, yeah. So it's going to be very interesting, I think. And um, I'll keep you guys posted when the children's books are out. So yes, do do. <laughs> that, that's, yeah, that's the next thing. So yeah.
0: Okay, so I have two questions that I close out with. Okay. So the okay. first one is, in the spirit of the in between, what is one thing that God is teaching you right now? Hmm. Oh man!
1: In the spirit of the in between,
0: <laughs> I I think for me he is he is teaching me that it's always um, that as the in between that the in between is journey, right? That they're uh-huh. the in between by mm-hmm. nature means that they're a beginning and an end of the of the journey, uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. and as yeah. you're near the end of the in between. In whatever season that you find yourself in that's when it gets the hardest mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah and mm-hmm. and as you move and get closer to it as he starts to bring chapters to a close begin new chapters whatever that looks like um mm-hmm. um that it, it almost gets harder because you're wanting to see all the things line up and they come slowly yeah, um, and yeah. so as as they start to to come in, that's when you have to really continue to, to trust in and, and lean in, mm-hmm. and have grace for yourself. Uh, th- that's mm-hmm. been the season for me. It's just having grace for myself mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I think that I should be so much more mature or better about the circumstances that I've been through in the last two yeah. years. Um, and God is saying, "No, you're fine. Like this is okay. I understand. Mm-hmm. Like you're operating from where you can, and you're you're doing what you can, yeah. and I'm going to fill in the rest, and that's okay." Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I think that's, yeah, that's what he's teaching me right now. Mm-hmm. That's good. That was good.
1: <laughs> that was really good. Um, I think, um, <laughs> I, I think for me, um, the in between, I, I agree, same journey, but, um, how to trust God even more. It's not that I don't mm. trust him, but, mm-hmm. um, to trust what he's given to me, mm. but also trust him that he will not forsake me trust that he will do all that he said and more um Mm -hmm. and trust that he will bring me through the in-between stages that i'm in um Mm -hmm. there is a lot of questions of relationship not just friendship but wanting to be in a relationship for marriage Mm -hmm. there's a lot of question Mm -hmm. on um how to of my job and whether to leave or not. Um, And it is some of those things I am a little fearful about if I admit Mm -hmm. it to myself. So I'm learning in this season to trust him and trust Mm -hmm. um, his guidance and to truly let him lead so that I don't make some of the mistakes of my past.
0: Mm -hmm. That's so good. Tough, but good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. For I sure. love hearing that. Okay. A fun way to close things up. <laughs> what is something that really makes you laugh? Oh. <laughs> okay. <go to> <laughs> okay. So this was a funny thing that happened this morning. I to give piano lessons. I have two students right now and um, brother and sister, and they are the sweetest, coolest, cutest kids. Um, <laughs> but this morning we had an entire conversation about, um, picking your nose and eating it oh my god okay <laughs> <laughs> I was not they're the best that. They're yeah they but they're the best oh <laughs> man they are she's uh she's i think she's 5 and she was just having a full conversation she might be 6 she like a full conversation about um they said went to the zoo they saw a monkey do something funny and she was laughing about it and i said <laughs> one time i went and i saw picking a gorilla picking says of eating it. And then she had a cool conversation about the texture and flavor of eating your own fingers. Yeah. And uh, I would I tell you that I try so hard to be like a, a teacher that just that is, is like
1: hilarious. affirming
0: them and stuff. <laughs> oh but when I tell you, I laughed so hard oh and had nothing to do with
1: piano, but it was fun. yeah
0: yeah that's yeah. mine's totally so not
1: that great like that's that's <laughs> pretty awesome i mean i have so many stories about my students that we could literally be here another hour but i will say um i it's actually one of my favorite tv shows right now that makes me laugh so much mm-hmm. it's so mindless and so crazy and out of there out of it that like far reach that you have to laugh and it's called ghost and it's mm-hmm. it's, the, it's about this couple who um she inherited a great aunt's like big mansion in like Connecticut area and it's like an old house mm-hmm. and it's like all these ghosts that live there from the past that died in this house and oh my gosh. made it to their final destination and it's so uh-huh. funny because it has like their different stories and what happened to them and what they're used to you have somebody from the 80s you have somebody a, a viking from like <laughs> the 1700s you have like a boy scout leader who went <laughs> got accidentally got shot with a um an arrow so he lives with an arrow in his neck oh my gosh. that's how he died and the wife she fell when she first came to this place and they were trying to they're turning it into a bed and breakfast and oh no she, <laughs> she falls and she can see all these ghosts and communicate with them this is so not godly at all but it's so funny <laughs> And she can communicate with them. But the husband, he can't see them. And like, he's like, okay, are you talking to the ghost again? Like, it's just one of those, like, you have a jazz singer from the 1920s who's just like this flamboyant person. Then you have like this 70s, like, she died in a cult that was on the grounds. And then you have somebody, there's a guy from like the Alexander Hamilton era, and he's like, What do you mean he, there's a, there's a musical about Hamilton. He didn't do anything in the field and blah, blah, blah. Like it's a whole thing. And it's so funny. It comes on Thursday nights. You can find it on Paramount and Hulu on streaming. It is so funny. It's called Ghosts and it's hilarious. It's just. that's awesome it's hilarious it has the guy from um pitch perfect i don't know if you guys ever seen pitch perfect the mm-hmm. indian guy that would rap all the time oh yeah he's the oh, cool. he's the husband in the show and he's hysterical and one of his best yeah, he's friends so funny is the ghost because they love dungeons and dragons but the wife has to play it because the ghost he can't see him or talk to him or the ghost can't touch <laughs> it so it's hilarious <laughs> that's amazing. all right we have to watch it actually oh, that's, that's just funny. one of those like mindless middle of the week things that yep. you just sit and watch and laugh like yeah that's literally i just need a break
0: let me put yeah. that on yeah it's, that's, that's what awesome. it is and
1: it's hilarious absolutely hilarious and there's no uh... vulgar language or anything it's just dead people
0: yeah just just dead people talking <laughs> just dead people talking <laughs> Should you're right it's great uh, that's awesome <laughs> oh, this has been so good, ladies! I so have much loved fun catching up, and I mean, I, I know that we too. chat a great. lot anyway, but it's right to see your faces <laughs> and get to talk. I love about it. Deeper this has
1: been
0: great. If you are a regular listener of We Digress with Joy and Jess, you have got mm-hmm. to check out the Story to in Between. Story in
1: Between, um, yes,
0: and um, we'll put a link in the description so that you can catch mm-hmm. that. But. Great conversations with amazing people and really intentional. Absolutely. And usually not nearly as long as this one was. Uh, <laughs> this, <laughs> and, this might be a two-parter.
1: Hey, who knows? Right. <laughs> you
0: can't. You can't stop. Uh, you know. No. Old friends from. Chatting no, you cannot. That.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's hard uh, to do for sure. Definitely. definitely.
0: Thanks for listening. Check us out on the web at joyandjess.com That's J O I A N D. J-E-S-S
1: dot com. We'll see you next week.